Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs and joining me is David Shadnovic, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, we've talked a lot about how Canadian grain wants to move west, but let's dig a little bit deeper into the supply chain on the west coast. Sure. Well, at Prince Rupert, CN directly serves Prince Rupert Grain, and that's owned by Viterra, Richardson and Cargill jointly. And then Raymont Logistics just opened a transload facility capable of receiving unitrain size shipments for container stuffing. So that's a new development. Down in Vancouver, CN directly serves the North Shore as well as Fraser Street docks. And in terms of major bulk grain terminals on the North Shore, Richardson just completed a major expansion project in 16, which included about 80,000 tons of terminal storage. And Cargill recently completed improvements around rail car and loading efficiency. G3 is in the process of building a state-of-the-art export terminal in the North Shore, and that terminal is going to be able to receive unit trains on multiple loop tracks, and that's going to make for significantly faster unloading time compared to other facilities where CN has to place the cars on multiple ladder tracks breaking that train. Those North Shore terminals, they're accessible to CP through interswetching, but CN does all the physical work to get the cars to the terminals. And what about the South Shore? South Shore is a bit more complicated, but here, grain originated by both carriers is delivered by CP to the grain terminals. Viterra's got two assets on the South Shore. They recently did significant improvements to the Pacific Terminal, which is going to triple the nameplate export capacity of that terminal. You've got Alliance Grain Terminal in the process of um, putting in uh, a new shipping gallery, which is going to improve the efficiency of that terminal. And then finally, you know, back last year, Fraser Grain Terminal announcement at Fraser Surrey Docks. That facility, probably capable of nameplate export capacity of 4 million tons as well. So that's a whole lot of new terminal capacity coming online. Does that create pinch points elsewhere in the supply chain? Well, look, I mean, the rail demand associated with this new grain terminal capacity, which is immense, you know, in terms of change over the past couple of years, especially on the North Shore, exceeds the current rail corridor capacity. So new investments in infrastructure are going to be needed to realize the terminal's full potential. It's one thing to build nameplate capacity. It's quite another to run grain through it. So a couple of examples include infrastructure leading up to the second Narrows Bridge in Vancouver. With increased vessel traffic, the available time trains can travel over the bridge gets limited. So adding additional capacity to strategically stage trains before the bridge without blocking roadways would increase efficiency. And then you got the tunnel. The tunnel on that corridor needs better ventilation so that the wait time in between trains traveling through the tunnel can be decreased. Now, CN has invested billions to improve network capacity and fluidity across our network. Why wouldn't CN just spend the money on the required infrastructure on the West Coast? Well, about half the traffic going to North Shore is actually not CN originated. Not only is CN legally obligated to do that work for another rail carrier, but CN earns regulated rates on that non-CN traffic. So that means the Canadian Transportation Agency determines what CN can charge to haul those cars the final mile to the destination terminal. While those rates, which are an average from all rail terminals across Canada, may account for variable costs like fuel and train crews, they would not allow CN to recover the cost for those significant and specific capital investments in Vancouver. Now, fortunately, the federal government's recent announcement about the National Trade Corridor Fund might provide funding for that much-needed rail capacity, and that would benefit all shippers who use the Vancouver Gateway. Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.